What's up, everyone? It's June 2nd. We're going to be talking some Godzilla. Welcome to Splash Panel. I'm Mike. And this I'm Lucas. This is uh, issue five for us. Getting closer to that anniversary issue. I don't think that's how that works. Of what? I don't really know. <laughs> uh, what, like, what would the anniversary issue be? Because I've seen comics be like, Wolverine joins us. That's it. Get him. We'll get Hugh Jackman on the podcast. <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. Maybe. We got Scooby-Doo here and the Meatball, as always. And uh, was that one dress there before? Nope. All right. And we got a new dress. So we've got Ghost Dress, Meatballs, Scooby-Doo, and comic books. Mm -hmm. So let's jump into comics first and then talk movies, I guess. Okay. So that Hunted series, the Spider-Man story arc, finally wrapped up. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Graven's dead again. Nah. What about his clone son that's still alive that's what actually killed craven like oh. craven's whole thing was he's like i gotta be killed by the spider and he's trying to make spider-man kill him and spider-man like is considering it but then he's like realizes that um because remember how i was telling you he let the lizard free right so like there's like a bunch of bodies that it looks like the lizard kill mm -hmm. and like craven's like that's on you because you set the beast free and like spider-man's like contemplating that he's like oh my god he's right and then he's, like, looking at the bodies closer. I've killed more than just that one girl that one time that everybody remembers. <laughs> and he's looking at the bodies, and he's like, wait, these are single slash marks, meaning it was done with a knife or yeah. something. So then he realizes it was Craven, and he's uh. like, I'm not going to stoop to your level. And then Craven's just like, oh, you beat me. You're right. And he, like, sets everyone free, puts on the black suit, and Craven's son thinks it's Spider-Man, so, like, they're fighting, and then he kills him, takes off the mask, and sees it's Craven. Oh, good lord. So, it's like, it's it's an actual black suit, it's not like the Venom suit? Yeah, no, it's the actual, like, black costume. Interesting. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, I think, I think next issue is probably when he'll fight the sun, and then they're doing something special for the 25th anniversary of the legacy numbering. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I will get it and read it. Spider-Man's my favorite. Um, other things in comics, so I guess sticking with Spider-Man is Absolute Carnage. Mm -hmm. Have I you saw been seeing that. the pro previews for that? Yeah, I saw like Deadpool's gonna fight him at one point in time. Yo, God, this is gonna be like a 24, 25 issue thing with all the tie-ins. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what I want to do. You're gonna have to buy either a lot of books or read them all online. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'll definitely get like the main thing, but then there's like Venom tie-ins, Spider-Man tie-ins. Then there's like... Venom with wings tie-ins, Wolverine <laughs> tie-ins. He's going to be in it. Of course he is. <laughs> there's uh, like Scream, a symbiote that's from like a story arc in the 90s. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to give that like a three-issue run. Like there's just a lot of... The, they're, they're doing um, Absolute Carnage symbiote Spider-Man. Oh, I'm like, okay, what is that? I guess I'll get it. I noticed that Carnage has like a spiral thing on his forehead Yeah, now. so... Is that, that like the mark from Crawl or whatever yeah. it is? Yeah. Is it Crawl or Null? Null, that's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I haven't been reading the Venom reboot since it came with the legacy numbers. I'm wishing I did, mainly to understand story, but I guess like collector mm -hmm. value, there's like, because that's his first appearance is somewhere in there. Right. So I might hunt those down at Comic Con uh, later this month. I'm unsure what I want to do because I remember that guy who sold me all the Spider-Man. Right. I emailed him telling him I'm looking for spectacular. He's like, I got you. I'll bring them. <laughs> so like for me to not go and buy those, I'd feel like a dick because he's like lugging them across Ohio and Pennsylvania. Right. Here. Well, you just got to be the one that gets there first. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, so that looks like it's going to be cool. Uh, I probably will get every 
thing physical, mm-hmm. um, at least for a collector standpoint. So you win any any auctions recently? Oh yeah, we'll get into that in the collector's <laughs> corner. Um, so that's cool. That's coming up in August. I hope that there's like nothing. Oh wait, they got the X Men thing happening in July. Marvel, <laughs> stop giving all these limited series. I can't wait for War of uh, the Realms to be done because mm-hmm. it's just so many different limited series and. Yep. Oh, That's... man. I've got a box just filled. Like, I had a box that was half Scarlet Spider and, um, yeah, Scarlet Spider stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just putting, like, one-shots and limited series in there. It's now almost completely filled with <laughs> limited series. I moved some of the Scarlet Spiders. You said it's a long box? Short box. Oh. But, like, there's just so many limited... I have, like, three or four boxes just of limited series. Jeez. I hate limited series. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not too excited about the, uh... What Marvel's doing with Spider Gwen? Rebooting it too, and they're not just rebooting it; like it's just going to be called Ghost Spider now. It's not, not going to be Spider Gwen Ghost Spider. Like, oh, it's just going to be the new Ghost Spider series. Is it still going to be her? Yeah. Oh, okay. And apparently, this story is supposed to focus on her more jumping between dimensions. Oh, like it, it is more her dealing with the Spider Verse than her. Like her own thing, yeah, her own. Are thing. they doing this in addition to Spider Gwen, or I don't know. I think I think they're doing a complete reboot because it's the same creators from Spider Gwen Ghost Spider. Oh, okay. So I think they're just doing a full start, which really kind of upsets me because I was just starting to find out what was going on with her suit and all this, and then all of a sudden, welcome, fresh restart. Welcome to comics, because <laughs> like I, I just mentioned the X Men thing, they're doing a two limited series this summer, mm-hmm. and they're rebooting it after those wrap up. Great. It's House of X and Powers of X. <laughs> I don't know what they're really going to be about. Um, I'm assuming Xavier's going to be coming right. back. Oh, um, I was reading into uh, the Watchmen thing that's going on right the now. The Doomsday Clock or whatever. Yeah. They, yeah, they basically uh, undid the New 52, it looked yeah. like. And they were saying that basically Dr. Manhattan has been in control of the DC multiverse since 2011 (laughs) because of how he's been like manipulating things because Mm -hmm. he wanted to try and like see what would happen if he pushed superman out of the picture and because he's noticing that the dc multiverse revolves around when superman touches down on earth Mm -hmm. and he's just like oh well he was in the 40s then he was in the 60s and then he was in the 80s you know coinciding with all these reboots Mm -hmm. and then there's like oh yeah and then he you know, just rapid fired in like the 2000s where he kept coming back. So everything since 2011 has been because of Dr. Manhattan and his machinations. Yeah, I wanted to get that <laughs> series. Um, I think it's been going on for like two years. Yeah, it's been going it's, on. It's not while. monthly. Yeah. Um, so maybe once it comes in trade, I'll read it. Uh, I also don't know if the other Watchmen are even in that series. I think it's just Dr. Manhattan. I want to say I've seen covers with like Rorschach, though. Yeah, but Rorschach always dies. <laughs> well, he, yeah, he died at the end of Watchmen. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like I said, I missed the boat on that to yeah. like, get into that. Um, I, I was never like a Watchmen fanatic. Have before. you seen the movie? Oh, yeah, I saw the movie. I went to go and see it in theaters. It was great. But uh, like the, the only thing I remember about that movie is Rorschach dying at the end and... Uh, what is it? Owl Man and the girl having sex, ha- having sex with flamethrowers. Yeah. <laughs> Funny enough, those are like three of the four things I remember like <laughs> yeah. most. Like I also remember the comedian falling out of the building. Yep. Um, and 
like his villain or maybe or was comedian the villain i don't know but the the mm-hmm. guy showing up no comedian showed up at his enemy's house drunk one night in like a flashback he's like you're the closest thing i have to a best friend <laughs> and those were some of the scenes i remember most and then i remember the ending more than anything else because yeah. like he blows up everything what's yeah. his name adrian Vite or yeah, something wh- like that. whoever the bad guy is he, he ends he, up succeeding in his he, plan he was trying to make like a like a utopia or something yeah he's like trying to bring the world together like by blowing up people yeah you know I, kind I, of like a united thing after yeah. um other things arkham knight origin remember i was telling you in detective comics yes. they introduced that so they gave an origin to that character yeah it, it's like some chick right yeah it's a girl she's the daughter of dr arkham no um the guy who i'm assuming founded the asylum yeah he or at least a descendant of someone who founded it right um so this this girl comes from this man and a woman mm-hmm. obviously uh, <laughs> i don't know they're, DC's weird. They both uh, worked at Arkham, okay. and the lady was pregnant, and there was like a riot at Arkham. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the riot, she gave birth to her daughter. Oh, good lord! But like, uh, main Batman villains that you know are crazy, right? Like Joker, uh, Two Face. Uh, what the heck is the clay guy? Clayface. Clayface. Right? <laughs> I couldn't remember. I'm pretty his name. sure it's just Clayface. Um, you know, some of them were like drawn to helping this woman like joker's helping her give birth oh well i mean and he's a he's a psychopath he's not uncaring (laughs) i mean he did he did beat another child half to death well actually to death with a crowbar once true (laughs) so he's a wild card yeah literally (laughs) joker is a wild card um so they like help this woman give birth and like batman's at the riot you don't mm-hmm. really see him in the flashback or anything. He's because there was like a transfer or something, and he's putting down the riot. Mm-hmm. There's a stray batarang that one of the other transfers throws, no. kills the woman after she gives birth. Uh. So, the dad, Doctor Arkham, takes care of his daughter and basically like shields her from the outside world. He thought it was a good idea to raise her within Arkham. <sighs> and she spends her child that can only end well. She spends her childhood, you know, around people that hate Batman. Right. And she, like, reviews footage and sees the Batarang kill her mother. Mm. And she doesn't... She assumes it's from Batman. Right. So, like, she's spends her whole life listening to, you know, all these Batman villains, uh, trying to... tell Telling her that Batman's bad. So that's kind of her origin. So that was cool. Uh, so is she a bad guy? I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> she's definitely not a, a Batman ally. Because I know she's in, like, a, like a mech suit. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, like an Iron Man type thing. I don't really know what her uh, what her plan is besides that eclipse thing, and I don't know if it, like her ambi- her intentions are like evil or mm-hmm. just I want to get rid of Batman because right. kill my mom kind of thing. They they desperately need like some sort of righteous good character in Gotham real bad. They they need like like. I don't know, Wonder Woman to show up with an archangel or something and just start purging the bad shit from that that <laughs> city. <laughs> I don't think she, uh, this Arkham Knight's along those lines. Maybe. Because it's only like her fourth issue she's been in. Right. Uh, Flash Year One, have you been reading that at all? No, I have not read the new Flash. Oh, he so he time travels. Yeah, uh, who'd have guessed? He goes forward into the future, he meets his older self, and he's, his older self reveals that he's I did in, see the previews for that. 
I, I saw the uh, the panel with his old self. Yeah, he review uh, reveals that he's stuck in a loop. He goes, I remember this happening when he was younger. Oh. And all the older Flash did was send the younger Flash back in time on a treadmill. Which I'm a little They've conf- done that before. I'm a little confused, though, because like, if young Flash can get to the future without the treadmill, why do they need to repair the treadmill to send him back in time? It's DC. <laughs> they, they, they need the treadmill. So, uh, younger Flash is like trying to think of a way to help break the loop. Mm. And he like you're seeing his first uh, Flash moment in the current issue he's not wearing a mask which i'm like what the hell are you doing man i never really wore a mask to begin with he's got the half mask what are you talking well, about? well yeah but i mean like people know who he is do they i don't know a lot about some people know who he is it's not like his day job knows who he is well he's in front of people like that know him and like one of the girls was a reporter i'm like that's not wise to show right. off your powers in front of a reporter right um hey uh, spider-man did it it's fine yeah, and then he had to make a deal with the devil to undo it. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, I wouldn't put it put past Flash to make deals with the devil to stop a a time continuum con- time continuum loop. He could just go back in, pa- in the past and stop himself from showing. He he he, he just flashes over to Trigon. And he's just like, so <laughs> can tri- I, I got a deal for you. Can ya. Trigon do that kind of stuff? Yeah, he's a god. Oh, okay. I don't know. I only know about him what I saw in the Teen Titans cartoon. No, oh, yeah, he's, he he's, does not like elephants in his ear. That, that, that is much. true, and he he doesn't like uh, uh, wearing sweater vests. <laughs> I don't remember that. It was in Teen Titans Go. Oh, I know. I that show really was so it. bad. Uh, a couple other comic things. Spawn is approaching three hundred. Spawn was just announced for Mortal Kombat eleven. Really? Yep. Interesting. They're doing a combat pack with uh, Shang Tsung, Sindel, uh, some other character. Oh, Nightwolf and Spawn, and then two other uh, guest characters. Like and the Spawn. The Spawn. Like they, they they showed like the cape in the background flapping, and like Spawn, like the word Spawn was wrapped in chains. Hmm. So that's uh, cool. Yeah, it, it'll be nice because it'll be the first time, hopefully, because they showed the cape in the background. Hopefully the first time they actually use his cape well in a fighting game. Cause like he was his, in those Soul Caliburs, right? Yeah, and his, like, he didn't have his cape in Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. And it was only the Xbox version. But mm-hmm. uh, there was a, uh, the, like, in the comics, his cape is huge. And, like, it does all these crazy mystical bullshit. Mm-hmm. So it'll be nice to see if they actually bring that into doing something cool. It, it makes me want to like catch up on Spawn to see well, what he's doing. That's what I was going to say. So the Spawn <laughs> approach to 300, I don't know like what the plan is for um the like there's 297 just came out, so 298 and 99 still need to come out. Right. But 297 and 96 have been like the catch-up history of Spawn. Makes sense. So I actually picked up those issues. I haven't sat down and read it yet. And what is um, that again? Image? Image, yeah. Image. Yep, so that's cool, and I would think that, like, those issues are gonna, at least the future issues, 298 through 300, Mm -hmm. because they're doing, uh, like, he's recreating some of his famous Spider-Man covers, which just spawn in place. Yep. So I gotta think there's gonna be some sort of collector value to those. That would be cool. Um. Be, like, a cool variant or something like that. Yeah. Death in Comics is my last thing. Death in Comics? Yeah, so I, uh. How it's never permanent? Well, sort of. So, (laughs) I was, um a part of the speculation group on Facebook, mm-hmm. and someone posted a link 
I didn't read the actual article, but like the main thing of the headline was uh, one of the higher ups in Marvel Comics said death is going to be less frequent in comics now. Interesting. And I was reading some of the comments of the people in the group, and like there were some who were just like, "That's stupid! Like, make that. Why not have have the heroes face death?" Right. And then someone else is like, "Well," and someone's like, "I hate the idea of heroes dying because they don't stay dead. It's less right. powerful. Like, oh, he's dead. I guess I'll see him again in a year or two." It's it's the main reason why my cousin doesn't read uh, comic books. He thinks that the stories in comics are completely ridiculous because in six months they won't matter when they just get revived. He's not <clears throat> completely wrong. Yeah. With, like, reboots and revives and all that. Yeah. It is hard because um, you want to make, like, good stories, but you also don't want to kill off people's favorite characters. Right, but the good story, like, you can't make a story and then just have the good guy win all the time. Like, there has to be a point where you're just like, oh... Shit, Superman's dead. Who's gonna beat this guy now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, I I definitely agree, but I mean Or like when Batman had his back broken. Yeah. By Bane. Like he, he didn't die, but he was out of commission for a while. Yeah. Well, I don't know. When it when it comes to comic books, I think there is some level of I'm pretty also, sure Green Lanterns have all died at some point. Probably. <laughs> I think there is some sort of level of obviously there's the, the business side. Right. Sell books. How can we get books to sell? Let's have the Death of Superman. Yep. Then there's a level of pandering. Because, like, people will buy the Death of Superman. Then it will probably dro- drop down. And they're like, what can we do to get sales back up? People love Superman. Let's bring him back. Yep. Um, so, yeah, for sure. There's... It, I, I don't know how I feel about deaths in comics. Like, for, like, less supporting characters... Go ahead. Whatever. Yeah. Um... Or if you even, maybe villains, because, like, there can always be, like, a new incarnation of the villain. Right. And, I mean, like, if it serves a purpose, like, if they're doing, like, a Superman book and Jimmy Olsen is killed by somebody, you know, Superman's going to be mad about that. He's Mm going to do something about it. But, like, there was the one movie that uh, came out, uh, what is it, Superman versus the legion or something like that or whatever the the union i don't know what it was it was a bunch superman of versus the union he's, superman versus the union he's just not um, about unions. It, it, it was a group it was a group of uh like anti-heroes there was like a dude with uh, uh i think his name was like manchester black or something like that he had like a uh, uh union jack tattooed on his chest and okay. there was another dude who could create like uh sonic booms that exploded and like there was a magician character and some bug girl and they were killing enemies. They they weren't putting them in jail like Superman wanted. Mm-hmm. And Superman decided, well, I'll just start killing them. And for like a good ten minutes in the movie, he's actively killing these these you know members. Mm-hmm. And then uh, like he comes down and his eyes all torn apart and all bloodshot and he's you know ripped apart his capes and tatters his suits just like ripped to shreds and uh, he pops down and. He's fighting against this Manchester dude, and they go back and forth, and he's, like, the the other dude's, like, realizing, just like, oh, crap, I can't win. This is Superman, and he's actually unhinged. He's going to kill me. Mm-hmm. And uh, find out that all the people weren't killed. He was just doing it for, like, a, a show to, like, basically show Earth, like, this is why we don't kill people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, there was that, that whole type of, like, reasoning there, but... 
it was it was one of the more widely loved movies because Superman went batshit for a little while and he looked evil. Well, speaking of evil Superman, I guess we'll transition out of comics to movies. Mm-hmm. Brightburn, have you seen it or I know see about it, it? So bad. So you know that it is basically the evil Superman. Evil Superman story. Yeah. It's not connected to DC Comics or Warner Brothers Studios in any yeah. way, but it's Superman. Yep. I have not seen it yet. He's in Kansas, has, you know, mother and father yeah. and all that. I probably I, I know the whole story of it, mm-hmm. so I won't ruin it for anybody, but it it's one of those things, like, it's a horror movie, but it's not, like, I would say from how they explain it, it's more of a suspense movie. Mm-hmm. Like, he does horrible things. But it's just like when he is, when is he going to do the horrible things? Because he's just a little kid, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, it's one of those movies I really want to see. I'll probably see it once it, uh, excuse me, uh, in theaters, just because there's so much other stuff in theaters that I want to see. I still have to see Detective Pikachu. I might see that today. Yeah. I'm not sure. I got a free, uh, free thing on my phone. I think a free ticket. Oh. Yeah. Um, but. So there's been more more people like online I've seen have liked the movie, mm-hmm. but there is a contingent who's just like, DC should sue. What are they doing? Yeah. So like, not even though that um, I'm kind of torn on that too, because like, because I guess there's a post credit thing or some sort of tease somewhere in the movie towards evil Wonder Woman, yes, and evil Aquaman. Yep. Um. So. How are they, like, really? Like, how is DC okay with this? And especially where, if they do succeed in doing this, mm-hmm. they're going to make a better movie universe than DC's movie universe. Well, the thing is, maybe maybe they talked with DC beforehand, and they're just like, you know, hey, we're going to do this. And, you know, like I don't know if they have, like, rights to make something that's very similar like that. Because I know people have issues with when you kind of get near, uh, like, stealing the identity of something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, if if they're just going to have a young kid that's, you know, killing people as a psychopath or whatever, and some dude from the sea that comes up and kills people, and, you know, some chick from an island that comes and kills people, you know, I can I can see there being, like, an, uh, an evil super, uh, like, super team. Mm-hmm. But then you get into who's going to stop them. And then, you know, if these movies are well-received, maybe DC will license them, and they'll do, like, a crossover or do a, uh, uh, like, a, a comic deal with them or something like that. You know, it, it could just be one of those things that's where it's like, you know, you pay homage to the creator, and then the creator notices you. Maybe. <clears throat> it, it could, um... It could be a smart way if DC did do something like that. I mean, they've like... they've done evil Superman before. He has a goatee. It's mm-hmm. really it's really weird. It's like Ultraman or something. Yeah, maybe. Ultraman. Um, <laughs> like they they maybe would be best to like let this develop and see what happens, and then be like, let's do like because they could do something Marvel can't really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's have our universes cross. Let's have the Justice League versus this evil yeah. thing. Well, I mean, and the Justice League fights people all the time. They did stuff with Power Rangers. Did stuff with. Uh, what is it, He-Man? Yeah, in the comics so far, like, DC is definitely more receptive to um, inner crossovers than Marvel. I was reading a little bit about it. And DC also does, like, a lot grittier stuff, so I could see them doing, like, a dark universe where, you know, Superboy starts killing people. (laughs) 
Maybe, yeah. Uh, I was reading, though, about, like, inner, uh, inner crossovers, whatever. Inner yeah. company crossovers. Um, and, like, Marvel wants no part in it because they said it'd be more... Uh, they can make more money just selling their own books. Right. Like, because they'll have to split profits with whatever company. Right. So... Yeah, I kind of figured too when Disney bought them way back. I'm like, yeah. we're never going to see anything like that again for a but, while. But now you have Disney, Star Wars, Marvel all under the same company. I'm surprised I haven't seen stuff like that yet. Like, the, there's nothing that says you know we're not going to see a Frozen series or a you know uh, Kylo Ren series from when he was young and training under Luke or something like that. Like. I could totally see those things happening. Yeah, no, I'm just because now they have the publishing ability. Yeah, Mar- uh, Marvel puts out like four or five Star Wars books a week. Exactly. Uh, but I'm surprised, like we haven't seen like a cartoon version of like Star Wars meets Marvel. I mean, in what was it, Wreck It Ralph two? They they showed off everybody they had Iron Man and uh, they had the. Uh, uh, but those are just cameos. Right. I'm talking like, could you imagine like an actual like Tie Fighters and stuff? Like an actual series or movie or something where like Palpatine's trying to gather the stones. Could you imagine? That would be amazing. That would be a great series. It, they can recreate the end of uh, Endgame. He's just like, I am the Senate, and then <laughs> Vader could be like, I am your father. <laughs> I, I, I would absolutely love to see a, uh, a, a, a like a Palpatine, like an infinite Palpatine, and where he's like working with Lady Death or something like that, or they have like you know some sort of uh, like he uses the Reality Stone or the Soul Stone to mm-hmm. bring back all the Force ghosts. Yeah, I mean, like sometimes some of the stuff that I see Marvel publish, like the kid Spider Man and mm-hmm. Fantastic Four stories. Oh, they're doing another Future Foundation. Are they? Mm-hmm. Some some chick with rainbows. I noticed that. Okay. She like turns into yeah, a rainbow. Yeah, stuff like that. Flies. When Marvel publishes that, like, okay, I realize you're trying to get younger kids in, but you could also do something completely silly, like what we're talking mm-hmm. about, a Star Wars Marvel crossover. Make it like a twelve issue series. Yeah. And people would be like, people would love it. Love it. They'd be buying it, I even mean, if it doesn't have to affect the continuities of either thing. It'd right. Be like a right. What it could if. be its own. It could be a what if. It could be its own multiverse. They have you know billions of those. Hmm. Like, I would absolutely love to see a thing where, like, I don't know, you have, like, Jafar and, you know, all these other type of uh, characters having a stone or something like that. Oh, God. Yeah, for the next Kingdom Hearts, they'll have yeah. these stones. Oh, my God, that would be amazing. And Jafar can wear a Venom suit. Oh, stop this. <laughs> You're making me want things. And uh, they'll use lightsabers. See, I, I thought Kingdom Hearts... Like, I've never played any of the Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. and I thought it was kind of interesting to watch the new one, but it wasn't well-received. People didn't like it. Like, it wasn't one of those things where people were just like, yes, it's Kingdom Hearts. This is what we wanted the whole time. Because they took all the Final Fantasy stuff out of it, and, you know, that was, like, a huge story on it, and the combat was kind of lackluster. And mm, I the, haven't played the new one yet. The, the biggest issue with it was if you played it in English... It felt very disjointed because yeah, you were talking about yeah. that with Nick. Yeah, all the all the animations were made for for the Japanese, so there's just like seconds of silence in between voice lines. How on earth do you like spend years developing a game and miss on something like that? I don't know. The worst part is Square Enix made it, and they didn't have the Final Fantasy characters in it. I'm just like, how? <laughs> how do you mess up that bad? 
It's your company. Yeah. You have... Con- like, Sephiroth has been in this game. Put somebody in it. Uh, Alright, so other movie things. Before we get to the main attraction of movies. Right. The Indiana Jones debate. Have you been seeing anything about that? No. So Harrison Ford, like, went... In some sort of interview or something, said when he's gone, so is Indiana Jones. He doesn't want them to recast it ever. Right. Um, how do you feel about that? Especially considering there have been like recasts of, um, like James Bond. Right. Well, that that's just how James Bond is. They always re re. re- should they do that? that? Should they recast Indiana Jones? I don't even think Disney should make another Indiana Jones. I think Indiana Jones died with Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I really liked it. I, thought, I liked it, too. I thought it was a fine movie. I think if Shia LaBeouf hadn't been such a dick about everything... and oh, crazy. ...actually, like, done what they were setting him up... Like, they, they set Shia LaBeouf to, to, be, the new to be the new Indiana Jones, and then he just wasn't anymore. Yeah, well, he went off the deep end. And... Yeah. Like, I... I like the Indiana Jones movies. They were Lucasfilm, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, like, they were really good films that starred, you know, Harrison Ford, an amazing actor. It was just one of those things where I I think the story's done there. Harrison, Harrison Ford is done with that role. They don't need to put him back in it, and Indiana Jones as a character is finished. I agree. I... I I would watch another Indiana Jones if it came out, but I wouldn't watch a Disney Indiana Jones. Well, that's what it's going to be. Yeah. Because they own Lucasfilm. Like, but I just... What would it even be about if you're not going to recast him? Like, was it Indiana Jones in the retirement home? Like, what, <laughs> what am I watching here? He's old. I mean, they're coming out with, like, Rambo 97 right now. I saw that. Have you that. seen the previews I, for that? I didn't watch the entire trailer, but I did see that floating around. They're making a new Terminator. Yep. That looks awful. Sarah Connor's back. And it's not Daenerys this time. Or Amelia Clark, oh, whatever yeah. her real name is. Yeah, she was in that Genesis. Oh, God. Have, <laughs> I liked the third Terminator. Did you watch the new Terminator trailer? Yeah. 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 I'm like, I think the chick is in it from three. Uh, like, she's like the, the protector of the main character. No, that's not the same. It's actress. not the same chick. I don't know what the heck that that's all about. Because I know I know Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. Yeah, he shows up right at the end. But he's like aged and has a beard and like well, can Terminators grow hair? I don't know what's going on. They explained that in Genesis. I don't remember what the reasoning. Yeah, but it was. so this whole thing is supposed to like forget uh, three, mm-hmm. forget uh, Salvation. Yep. Forget Genesis. They don't exist. This is going to be a sequel to Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Which one was Salvation? The one with, uh, what's-his-face, Christian Bale. Oh, okay. It takes place in the future. Yep. That one wasn't bad. I hated that one the most. Did you? Yeah, I thought it was boring. I, I, I thought the one with uh, Amelia Clark was kind of lackluster. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird what they did with John Connor. Yeah, where he was actually a Terminator or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that's another example of, like, something should end. Yes, they should. And, like, they've made Terminator comic books and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's actually that reminds me. They're making a League of Legends comic book. It revolves around Lux, one of the like main characters from the game. Mm-hmm. And in Demacia, her like uh country she's from, she's of royal blood. She's like the princess of the the or something like that. She's she's high up in like social stature. Mm-hmm. And 
she she's a magic user and Demacians hate magic. They jail people that use magic. And she needs to realize is she just going to be a noble or is she going to use her magic? And like in the game she uses her magic. She's, you know, very strong character and uh I guess the series is supposed to follow her learning where she wants to be in the world. Okay. So I, I like I is that I, going through like IDW or I, do you know the publisher? I think it's Marvel. I don't huh. honestly remember because hmm. I, I I know it was a bigger company. Dark Horse maybe. I'll, I'll look it up while you uh, do whatever. Well, so at this point, if you do not want Godzilla, King of the Monsters, spoiled, <laughs> which I mean, it's a Godzilla movie, and if you've seen anyone before, you know kind of what's gonna happen. But stop yeah. here. Pick us back up uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes when we're talking collection things and giving our final plugs. Um, but we're going to talk Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I'm so excited for this. So, last chance. Get out of here if you haven't seen it or don't want it spoiled. All right, Godzilla, King of Monsters. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. So, I liked it probably like 10 times better than the 2014 one for many reasons. Yeah. It was First, quite in, good. in my opinion, uh, the, to look it up. the humans were way more entertaining and better than the soldier from oh, 2014. God. It was so, like the 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 issue with the first movie was Godzilla didn't show up for the first hour and a half. Yes, and I'm sitting there like they start off the movie and you know they're going into the the tunnels or whatever after mm-hmm. they. Uh, well, they do stuff with Mothra right in the beginning. What sucks about that movie, too, is like uh, the 2014 movie, and I'm not saying that was a bad movie, right. but the most fascinating character was Brian Cranston's character. Yeah. And he dies, <laughs> like, yeah. halfway through the first act. So then... Yeah, during, like, a nuclear meltdown or something? <sighs> oh, no, no, that was, it was after when the was when the Moton... Yeah, or the Muto. Muto. Muto hat. Yep. Um... He dies, and then from the moment he dies to when Godzilla finally appears, mm-hmm. and actually like you start seeing some fights, it's just boring. You're just following Kickass slash Quicksilver <laughs> trying to get home to his sister wife. Do do you, do you know what his name is? Aaron something. Okay, I didn't even know that. And then what what is she? Uh, Elizabeth she, Olsen. Right, she's an Olsen sister. Which apparently, quick side note about that. There's a, an article that's been floating around. I guess she spoiled Infinity War and Endgame years ago. Oh, and nobody noticed. Nobody noticed because oh. maybe... Because nobody get, cares about Elizabeth Olsen. I, didn't, I watched some of the video. Like She wasn't really describing it in specific detail. She's mm-hmm. just like, I'm like, whoa! She's describing the scene where she's trying to stop him from getting the Mind Stone. Oh. And she's like, but we all die, but it's okay because we come back and like... So she spoiled that, but like nobody, nobody really noticed because uh. she wasn't saying it in a way that made sense to people. Right, and uh, oh, what was it? Uh, she, it, it, it seems like she can't be in a movie by herself without an adventure with her, because she, the last two movies she's came out with has been with people that have been in the Avengers. Like what she, was the other thing she, she did? She did a movie with Jeremy Renner. And uh, they they were like I think in the wilderness or something, and she did another movie with somebody else. I can't remember what was it was. Was she in that Hansel and Gretel thing? Or no, that was just him. Yeah, it was just him. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't remember. I know, I just know that she's always with like an Avenger recently. Yeah, I don't know. she's an alright actress. Yeah, I like her. But uh, you gotta do all right. Back to Godzilla. Godzilla. 
So, the people, way more entertaining. Like, I well, didn't, I don't want to say I cared about their story. Like, it was compelling to, like, see what yeah. happened. The, the only plot hole, well, there was multiple, like, weird things where they just did something to advance the story. Mm-hmm. Like, th- there were moments in Godzilla where I'm just like, well, of course they're going to do X because it makes the story go forward. Mm-hmm. Like, the fact that nobody was guarding the Echo device... And the girl was able to just go in and steal, or Orca, yeah. and just go and steal it and leave. Like, yeah. nobody was watching that. They didn't post a guard outside her door <laughs> where they knew she couldn't get out of in the radio room. Didn't she crawl through the vents to get out? She she crawled through the vents to get out. Or was that after she got the Orca? I can't remember. It was after. Oh, okay. And, like, because she saw her mom crying and all that. Yeah, that's And, uh, like, I'm just like, seriously, nobody's watching the super weapon? <laughs> and like it, it, they're the, like uh the the big ship that they're all on like the yeah the bi- like how does that thing not constantly need refueling yeah. <laughs> and it's like it's doing all these like sick maneuvers and stuff just burning fuel like crazy and i'm just like and all right it's like, i don't know are they like burning muto poop in there or something that just never burns <laughs> uh but overall I liked it a lot. It was a Godzilla movie, but like a high quality special effects Godzilla movie. Oh, it was so and it, good. And it had all the components of like your typical Godzilla movie, like first fight, mm-hmm. uh, final fight. Yep. Mothra does absolutely nothing. Oh, don't even talk Mothra, about my child. Mothra like that. dies. Like Mothra did so much for that story. What did she do? She protected Godzilla and then gave him a supercharge. Is that what that was supposed to be? Because like they already said that he was um, charged up from right the right. nuclear uh, bomb, and then like after Mothra sprinkles a little, little dust on her after, on Godzilla after she dies, Godzilla proceeds to get strangled by all three Ghidra heads. Yep. And the only reason he didn't really finish the job is because they reactivate the Orca. But they they did the same thing in Final Wars, if you remember. Uh, Godzilla was overcharged. Or Godzilla was. Getting... I remember in Final Wars, he starts her on fire and she flies into Gigan. Right, uh, but there there was a point where uh, Godzilla uh, is wrapped up by Ghidorah and they're like all biting him and like siphoning his power, mm-hmm. and then some dude like jumps into a chair, like does some martial arts bullshit, and then like shoots an infinity beam into him, <laughs> which makes him super powerful, and then Godzilla just toasts Ghidorah, and then uh, they did the same thing where. Godzilla was getting, you know, bit by by Mothra and or by uh, Ghidorah, and Mothra's power saved him. Like Go- Godzilla always needs a little bit of help, and Mothra is the guardian of Earth. One thing I will say I was a little disappointed about was Rodan's role. Yeah, I thought it was like. Cause... Also, how the fuck did Rodan survive a, a huge sting like that, straight to like the neck? I don't know. Maybe his its heart's not on the left side or something. I am I am not okay with the fact that Mothra didn't get a win anywhere yep. in this entire typical Godzilla movie. Oh, I love Mothra so much; she tries so hard. Um, but I was disappointed that like Rodan didn't team up with them. Like I was hoping for yeah. like a three-headed monster kind of. It vibe. is is Ghidorah normally an alien mm-hmm. yeah they okay. got that right yep i okay. was happy they did that yeah because like when they were saying like oh he's not from the natural order i'm just like i don't remember if he's, he's an alien, alien. yeah he's an alien because <laughs> i know that there's like the the dude with like the buzzsaw for hands he's and stuff an like that they, like yep. there's a whole bunch of aliens 
and I didn't know if Ghidorah was one of them. Yep. But, uh, it's, it was an exceptional movie. It was something I was thinking, like, you know, if, if I could go and watch this again right now, I would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of want to see it again. Um, I think in the final fight, one of my favorite parts of the final fight was after Mothra, like, came in and sh- shot the, whatever you want to call it, web. Silk. Silk at, uh... Ghidorah's heads into the building. Yes. And the one gets free and is trying to get the other ones and he sees Godzilla's reflection. Yeah. And it just barrels Boom. into the building. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I also didn't realize because like I, I've I've seen some of the older movies, but like lightning looks really crappy in older movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that's what his element was. I didn't realize he shot lightning. Yeah. So what did you think it was? I, I always thought it was just like plasma or something. Oh. Like it was some sort of like laser beam. But uh when he bites into the uh, the like electrical grid and like yeah, flares his sh- wings and all the electricity goes and not- pops out all the uh, the the ships and stuff. I saw it in IMAX. Oh, did if you, you? If you stuck around and you didn't care about the spoilers, I'd go see it in IMAX because mm-hmm. like that was cool. Um, Godzilla's huge. Like I just, right. Th- th- I haven't seen an IMAX movie in forever. I've never seen an IMAX movie. I bet it was when I was super young. I Are they very remember. expensive? Seventeen. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, what's, I, what's I, a normal ticket? Twelve. I, I paid nine ninety because I went see it at a, at a matinee. Oh, okay. Yeah, we went during the day, like three forty showing, so mm-hmm. maybe it was still matinee hours. I don't know if they do that on the weekend. I would assume not. Right. Um, yeah, we with we went to go and see it on Friday. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's only like five dollars more, and yeah, I it's that I regret it. Is that with or without three D? Uh, we did not see it with three D. I okay. don't. So you can see it. You probably in, could. You can see in IMAX without 3D then. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's yep. good to know. I'm thinking if I do see Endgame one more time, it would probably be an IMAX experience. Yeah. Do they have IMAX at the Regal and Niagara Falls? No, the only one around us is on transit. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not it's too like bad. Its own separate building. <laughs> yeah, which is expected. Those screens are understandably huge. Yes. Yes. Um, all right. So collector's corner. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll switch. Unless you got anything else to say about Godzilla. Um, we want to talk about the, the, the thing at the end. So they've been, I mean, you can operate Google. Yeah. Godzilla vs. King Kong's coming next year. Something like that, yeah. Um, and they do a post credit, which Lucas didn't stick around for. I didn't realize they would do one. They did. And I'm all, and I'm with my cousin, and he never wants to stay after. Oh. Um, I like the only reason he stays after is Mar- in Marvel movies is because they have a tradition of doing something at at the end of Marvel movies. So, at the end, you remember Godzilla bit off one of Ghidorah's heads yeah. right before they set off the oxygen bomb. Yeah. Um, so, some fisherman is bringing British eco-terrorist guy down mm-hmm. the hallway, and he's talking about, like, oh, nothing's alive here. So you're like, okay, so this this guy's in the area where the bomb went off. Yep. Takes him to this room. And that's room. near, like, Rodan and all that, right? Yeah. Or where where the, the, volcano. the volcano was. Yeah. So he takes him to this hall to like the storage place, and he opens the door, and there's the severed head that Godzilla bit off. It's got to be enormous. It was big. Uh huh. And the guy's like, "We'll take it." Huh. So, um, my thought, and I've seen a couple people already think this along the same lines for Godzilla vs King Kong. Mm-hmm. Because like, how are they gonna pick a winner? That's Log- true. Logic says Godzilla should win. Yep. And I bet even most American audience, because like you know the the fable or uh, the myth about the first time they did this, Godzilla vs King Kong, no. they made two alternate endings. No. 
And uh, in America, God's, uh, King Kong wins. In Japan, Godzilla wins. That's there's cool. Actually, there's actually no alternate endings. Right. It was just a myth, and until the internet who, came who around. Who won originally? Uh, I did watch it. I don't know. There didn't seem to be a winner. Like, oh, they just kind of beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, and they go over a cliff, and I want to say Godzilla swims off on his own, and King Kong like kind of goes back on land, if I remember correctly. I, I was kind of excited, because like, they're showing all the news articles and stuff like and they're like... You know, oh, all these monsters are heading towards Skull Island, and, you know, just like, oh shit, are they gonna do, like, a multi-team battle versus a multi-team battle of monsters? Like, Godzilla's group? Like, are they gonna do a civil war with with monsters? Maybe. Also, the, uh, the spider, was that Kumonga? Maybe, perhaps, I I don't know. I know he's, like, normally, like, a tarantula, like, real big and fat. I don't know, and I, the one that like came out of the uh, landscape that had the trees on it, I'm not sure uh, what that was supposed to be, if that was Angris or not. I think that was the uh, the turtle one. Angris? Yeah, something like that. Maybe. And uh, they showed um, the woolly mammoth, I don't know what that is. Never have seen that. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen a woolly mammoth monster, but uh, like it's also not really a monster, it's just a really big woolly mammoth. It's like part woolly mammoth, part gorilla, it's got like gorilla arms. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Um, yeah, I don't know. But so for King Kong vs. Godzilla, oh, I, I think... Oh, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a great movie. I think what's going to end up happening is this British terrorist guy is going to somehow like create Mecha Ghidorah, Mech Ghidorah. or yep. at least a clone of Ghidorah, yep. and they team up to fight that. I, um, I, I think my favorite part of the whole movie... Was when like Godzilla's uh, like mortally wounded and recharging, mm-hmm. and uh, Serizawa goes and sets off a nuke next to him and like touches his face and mm-hmm. all that. I think they were in Atlantis. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be Atlantis. Yeah, yeah. they never called it that in the yeah. movie, but like, what else would it have the been? The worst part is they blew up Atlantis. Like, you gotta do what you gotta do. They blew it up, but like that was such a good ending for Serizawa, because like is. Wasn't he a character from the older Godzilla movies or something like that? No, just old Japanese dude. Yeah, yeah. he was in the the 2014. That right, was it. and uh, I think that was a great ending for that character. Would Would you like it in Godzilla vs King Kong if like they open up with like Godzilla beating the shit out of the Zilla from the 1998 <laughs> one like they did in Final Wars? I actually just watched that clip the other day because <laughs> after we got home, I'm just like. I was talking to my cousin, I'm just like, you gotta watch this. It's the most hilarious thing. He throws him onto the Sydney Opera House and blows him off. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Alright, so, Collector's Corner now. I have a problem. You do. I, I've collected so much shit. <laughs> I'm falling into the speculator thing. Like, I bought um, Immortal Hulk 18. Right. Which, I kind of wish I would have jumped in on that in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. um, people love the story. But this issue's got uh, first New Abomination and first Red Harpy. Uh, I don't even know who that is. Yeah, neither do I. I haven't cracked it open. I don't know if I'll read it. <laughs> um, and then last week I bought the first, um, I don't even remember what the heck they gave the character name, but it's the Vulture's granddaughter. She appeared in a Miles Morales Spider-Man. Why Why are all of these, like, why do all these supervillains have a family member that is just as deeply troubled as they are? <laughs> Well, I don't know, because they want to avenge the... Because it's the Arkham thing again. Yeah. It's the Arkham... She's been, you know, told... Like, imagine that, you know, your parents or something were supervillains. Would you want to accept that Vulture is like 95 years old. 
Yes, that's true. <laughs> He's an old man. He was kicking in the the Craven last hunt thing. It's an old man. Yeah. Oh God. So I'm getting too far into speculating markets. I need to stop. But something I did, and nobody has suggested speculation. So maybe you're hearing it here first. I bought the entire Ultimate Fantastic Four run. Okay. And Ultimate uh, X Men run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four is like. 63 issues when you count the annuals. Bought it for $50. Really? So that's less than a dollar per book. Yeah, that's probably cheaper than it was when it came out. Um, Ultimate X-Men's like 100 books, including some annuals and stuff. $62, including shipping. Wow. So I, the reason I'm suggesting that you might want to do this is because, uh, obviously, there's no secret, MCU is going to reboot them. Right. And the MCU, more times than, you know you would think, have taken inspiration from the Ultimate Comics. Like, right. the Avengers movie from 2012, the first yep. one, very close to the Ultimates Limited series. Yep. And the uh, Ultimate Avengers animated movie they made. Yep, and, uh, like, I still think that the Fat Thor was a, a joke on Ultimate Thor. Could be, yeah. And they, they tend to do more Ultimate Spider-Man type stuff. I'm, I'm, st- I'm still waiting for, like, Big Green Goblin. Yeah, yeah, since the uh, Sam... Rami, Sam Raimi, yeah. Raimi films, um, they definitely have went with a more Ultimate Spider-Man um, look, mm-hmm. and the Ultimate Spider-Mans already have their value. Like they're I not just gonna really need Spider Gwen movie, <laughs> and I, I was actually well, she's got her uh, appearance in the Spider Verse. Yeah, like I, I, I was, I've been looking through like other series to read through, and I've been looking at Silk recently. Silk? I think, I'm thinking I'm gonna start reading Silk. Yeah, I like. I, I guess she's like a Korean Spider Woman. Um, yeah, I guess I knew she was some sort of Asian thing. Yeah, like well, because they're, of... they're doing a like all Asian superheroes book. Yeah, and that's got like the new Swordmaster, that new Arrow character, mm-hmm. Silk, and then like a couple other Asian characters. I'm glad I have two copies of her first appearance. Who Silk? Oh yeah, and then I have uh, her first issue of her uh, own ongoing series. Oh wow. Um, so yeah, I don't know. They're, they're like, if you go on eBay for those ultimate runs, like I saw a lot of people are trying to get like a little bit better than a dollar per book. Right. Um, I found like the ultimate fantastic four, the guy was asking thirty nine ninety nine, and the shipping was like fourteen ninety nine or something. And I'm like, if this guy will give it to me for 35, mm-hmm. I'll do it. So I best offered him and he's like, okay, so forty nine ninety nine. And even if these books don't take off, I've got now 160 something issues of, Fantastic Four. Decent reading material. Yeah. Like, um, I've never. I like. I don't even remember what that story is about. The Ultimate Fantastic Four. Yeah. I, I, think we're probably going to see their origin more like the traditional one because I guess that with the cosmic radiation and all that. Yeah, the Fan Four stick or whatever you want to call it, that yeah. 2015 mess. They kind of drew inspiration from the Ultimates where they got their powers from like an accident mm. versus like an astronaut storm right i never watched the uh the the reboot movie i haven't seen it either we should watch that oh god we can <laughs> do what we did uh for our other podcast for game of thrones um well i would want oh, to we watch spider-man 3 on twitch yeah yeah oh god <laughs> i don't even want to know Oh god, um, but, I would I would love to watch that movie with you. Like I was looking through some of the key things that happened in Ultimate Fantastic Four, like in the Ultimate Universe, Thanos has a son. Oh. So like maybe with death. 
<laughs> Maybe that character appears in the movies and wants to avenge his father or something. Yeah, I'm still waiting for Minya and Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate X-Men, like, I've never read a whole lot of X-Men. I think they've done traditional X-Men stories mm-hmm. in the Fox movies. Right. So if they want to put a different spin on things, that's why I bought the Ultimate X-Men. Dark Phoenix is going to be good. I, mean, I think it's going to be action-packed. Whether or not it turns out to be a good story or plot. Or... Do, do you think that there's a, a book worth having for Dark Phoenix? Yeah, but I think it's already like going to be at its peak value. If the movie's really good, yeah. it might take off even more. Right. Um, but that's like, that's like, you know, they don't have... Carnage has yet to be in a movie. That doesn't... Like, his his book's already like a $100 book. Right, right. Well, so, people love Carnage. Yeah. Um, so st- things like that. I wonder if those, uh, like, death battle things, you know, like that screw attack does, I wonder if that influences anything. I think th- those are seen by millions of people, and people love those. I think it's more movies. So, like, um, so what is kind of, like, leading, as I de- uh, dive deeper into the speculating market and stuff, right. there's a couple things that make a book worth. First appearance, mm-hmm. or a key event, like Death of Gwen Stacy. Right. Second thing is age. Right. Older books had smaller print runs. There's yeah. condition, obviously. That might be the first thing. Right. Condition, of a book. <laughs> condition does matter. Um, but condition, well, even if you have like the death of Gwen Stacy in like a 4.0, it's still like... Still probably something. It's Yeah, it's still like at least a $20 book, $40 yeah. book. That's, that's worth. Um, so condition, and then movies now are like kind of leading to things like, all right, all right do you know what Power Pack is? No. They're kids superheroes in Marvel. Okay. There's nothing that I've seen that makes me think they're going to make a movie. Hmm. Except people in these speculating groups and sites being like, yo, Power Pack, get it now. <laughs> so they've kind of artificially drove up the price of Power Pack where um, it is uh, like now it's like a $20, $40 book or something ungraded. Uh, it's, it's, it was a nothing story like two months ago, but now since Endgame's over and like, people are speculating, uh, it's everyone wants it. Huh. There was did I tell you? I know I told you the story not on the podcast that mm-hmm. Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet thing from two thousand eleven. Yes, yes. Again, like that's not just because it happened in the movie. It made a book that's really like a five dollar book. Yeah. Into like in some cases seventy dollar book. So speculation definitely drives. Um, modern books more than anything else right uh so that that's one of the things so that's why i got out in front of this an ultimate uh fantastic four x-men i might try and do spider-man mm-hmm. but i think those have already got their values because it's a popular character they've already borrowed from that yeah but yeah i uh i think i'm gonna go back and catch up on the uh uh like side issues and stuff of this uh uh, story that's going on right now in DC with uh, Dark Justice League and all that, or Ju- Justice League Dark, because mm-hmm. they reference the stuff that happened in uh, um, Wonder Woman's book, so I think I'm just going to go and find that. Yeah, well, I'm going to go back now and read uh, the Venom stuff before Absolute Carnage. Yeah. And, you know, that's also something, too, like, when, when a story, like, a new story takes place, that drives up old uh, books. Right. Like, I saw this random... One shot Carnage thing. Never thought much about it. I saw it again on eBay like a couple months later. It's up now because Absolute Carnage is coming out. Right. So those kind of affect it. 
I'm thinking of waiting for the Absolute Carnage thing to, like, die out and then try and buy those Venom issues. Right, right. Because, uh, like, when I bought... See the... if the price goes back down to somewhere reasonable. Oh, God. Oh. So, when I got back into collecting again, Red Goblin was happening. Yep. And I overpaid for those books compared to what they're going for now. Ugh. And I'm like, oh, God. It happens. And that's what happens, too, when you're buying uncertified uh, books. Right. Um, so, like, you know, because they don't, they don't track uncertified things. Right. Whereas some of these other things track CGC books and fair market value. So, like, if I ever want to sell my Amazing Spider-Man 300... I can go see what it's at, and I won't take anything really less than that or close to right. that. Uh, even if, like, Venom's popularity goes down or something, like, that's established. Right. All right, anything else to add? No, I think we're good. All right, so this has been the Splash Panel Pod. Go ahead and follow us here at Splash Panel Pod <laughs> on Twitter. Subscribe on iTunes. Uh, subscribe at YouTube, where you can find both our uh special content and our episodes will be kept there yep. itunes will come and go because we are building an audience before we yeah keep start paying there. things so if you want to find back issues yeah. go to youtube everything will be uh will be backed up and uh you know maybe i can uh like after uh we get more people i can re-upload everything yeah that's true so you do that right now it's on a one drive somewhere <laughs> so, so twitter YouTube, iTunes, email. subscribe. Oh, yeah, and you can email us at splashpanel716 uh, splash at gmail.com. Yep. Talk to me about speculation, stories, anything you want to talk about. You love Godzilla. Yep. Tell us even if you hate Godzilla. Dominic, if you're watching, <laughs> what'd you think? We need to find you again. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening.